One of my favorite books is Relentless by Tim Grover. And Tim is the guy who has trained some NBA legends. So, so, I mean, one word names, Michael, Kobe, D-Wade, just to name a few. And during the 2011-2012 NBA season, there was a labor dispute. There was a lockout. So the season was, the season was either going to start late or not even start at all. So because of the current disputes, the players were sitting back and they didn't train. I mean, here are these guys who are the best in the world. One of only a few hundred who get to play at this level. These guys are millionaires who, who made a living using their talents in their body. I mean, that's their moneymaker. And because the season is delayed or even scrapped, they chose not to train. And he said there were all kinds of excuses. I, I don't want to pay a trainer. We may not have a season. So when the, when the season did, in fact, start, the players were like, wait, what? Not only were they not ready, but they also had to play a compressed schedule, giving them less time to actually rest and recover. And so many of them got injured. They got injured. They were out for weeks, months. Some of them were even out for the season. They were out because they were out because they were waiting for someone to say start. Why in the hell would you wait for someone to say okay now? Is that some stupid shit or what? They're waiting for someone to say go, go and then I'll start doing. Go and then I'll start training. But I mean, before you smack your lips and say. Hmm, that's a damn shame. We do that stupid shit too. You do it. I do it. We all do it. We're waiting for someone. We're waiting for for someone to tell us when our season starts. But why? Why not just train? Why not just do? Why not just be in motion, in stride already? So when the season, a.k.a. your opportunity, when it presents itself, man, you're already in it anyway. You're already doing it. You can't start a fire with no logs. Hell no. Man, you got to add the logs. Then you got to light the fire. Then you got to add more logs. And that's your effort. The greats, the the Michaels, the Kobe's. I mean, dude, look, they could have sat back. They're Michael. They're Kobe. They had rings. They had the records. They had the stats. They were already considered the best in the world. Yet they train like rookies. And they use the time not to lay up. They leveraged the delayed time to actually train harder, to get better. They said, oh, more time. Shit, more effort. I mean, they had permission to to lay back. They're the best. They didn't ask for permission to be great. They became great through their work ethic. So they sure as hell wasn't going to use today as an excuse to lay up. They trained. You want to be the best? Then work like it. And stop waiting for someone to knight you good, to crown you great, to label you as worthy, to promote you. Stop waiting on that. I mean, really, if you were the best, then what? You think you stay there because of a stat? You think you stay there because of a promotion? You think you stay there because of your previous results? Hell no. See, we think we need to get the permission of a title. We need to get promoted first, then I'll act like it. No, dude, it don't work that way. You promote yourself. So look, you're approved. You're promoted. There, you need someone else to say that? There, I said it. Now go do it. Work in such a way that someone, somewhere, they can't help but get you on their team. 
Ken Langone, the billionaire co-founder of Home Depot, as a kid, man, he's been leveraging his whole life. He leveraged opportunities. He just found an opportunity and took it. And he worked at a liquor store and he walked up to the owner. He saw that every day he was breaking down boxes and then someone would come by and pick up those boxes and they would recycle those boxes and sell them. So Ken saw an opportunity. He walked up to his boss and he said, boss, look, don't pay me an hourly wage anymore. Just give me the boxes. And if I can keep the boxes here for a few weeks, I'm going to stack them up, break them down, stack them up, and then I'm going to sell them. And he made more money doing that. See, it wasn't all about the money. He didn't confine himself just to a dollar amount per hour. He just worked for the opportunity. See, and, and, and it's not always about the money. I know it feels that way. But see, when you're running for the money, it's never going to be enough. See, when you're running for the money, you just run to the next gig. You're, you're running to the next person who flashes a dollar more per hour or who, who whispers in your ear that they, that, hey, I see something in you. I, I'm going to give you a shot at management. And they don't do any such thing. Find something you believe in. And even if it's at a place, look, not all places are the, are the place that you're going to retire from. Some places are just, you're just there for a season. So work, work during that season. Work towards your belief. And the belief is something that you totally 100% believe in, regardless of how it looks in right now. And that belief is in you and your capabilities. I'm telling you, man, that shit will come. It's going to come, man, but you got to stop acting like a stripper working a pole. Waiting for someone else to tuck another dollar bill, another dollar per hour, another dollar of a promise into your waistband, and then all of a sudden you, you jump off to the next location. You want to know when to start? Man, start has already started. When it's all going to come together for you? Man, that's not your concern. Look, season or no season, opportunity or none, promo or no, just because you can't see it, just because you can't see the opportunity doesn't mean it won't appear. So you got to work your ass off today and be the best ever and train as if. And if you do that, one day it will. Thanks for catching the sales life. I'll catch you back here next time.